Iron Skillet Sports presents The Sizzle, radio and podcast show. The Sizzle is the talk of the 219, the people's choice and the region's voice. Oh, it's hot, baby. Hot. Woo! Hot fire. Yeah, what's up, bro? Okay, so I'm back. Yeah, what I'll do is what you need to do, which I was figuring I was going to do that. know what it is you know who it is it's the sizzle baby here on sizzle radio and sizzle television it's the sizzle here on iron skillet sports we're here to give you the best information the best talk of the 219 all the talk of the 219 first you know how it is i gotta say what's up to my man jay sizzle what's going on jay Man, I'm in day 782 of the COVID <laughs> containment, man. Well, I finally got my stimulus check, man. So look, I am sitting here. It's burned a hole in my pocket, baby. Look, I'm on QVC, JVC, whatever C we can be on. I want to buy something. Somebody's got to help me. Tell me what to do with my stimulus check. <laughs> so you got the money. You ready? You ready for the... Oh, man. Can I borrow a dollar at least from you? Right, I want interest, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, you, you play hard. It's, it, it's, it's called Trump taxes. You hitting it with, boy. You just, you want your money. Okay, well, okay. I'll give you 50 cents on it. How about that? If you let me oh, borrow a dollar today, I'll pay you back at least next Tuesday. Uh, we're going to talk about it to a professional who's going to tell me because I think I'm getting hoodwinked. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. nothing big. It, you won't. You, you don't have to worry about it. Listen, you know what it is. It's the Hot Money segment, and you know who we're with, the beautiful Simone Kason, and she is oh, yeah. here to tell us about what to do with our money. Because now that I've got a dollar extra from Jay, and, you know, he's going right. to let me borrow this dollar, now i got to figure out what I'm going to do with it. So let's get right into it. First question up. Our listeners from our last show really wanted some questions answered from Simone. So let's ask this really quickly. If... And someone posted this, this question. If we're in a recession, and what do we do when we're in this recession? So let me ask you, Simone, quickly. Mm-hmm. What do you do if it's a recession? Number one, are we in a recession? All right, well, great question. And again, you guys, thanks so much for having me. Um, so we are not determined. We're not in a definite recession right now. And so we got to be clear on what a recession is. A recession is two quarters consecutively, right? Meaning together that um, that are of economic decline, 
and that's not what we have, right? So we haven't even really necessarily seen a whole full quarter of an economic decline um, as of right now. Just as, as lately as February, we were still in great shape. The stock market was doing really, really well. Um, employees were doing really, really well. Uh, employment rate. And so this has only been recent. So we need at least two quarters, meaning six months or more, right? So it would be the next quarter, which, we, which we're in now, April May, June, and then it will be the quarter after that, July, August, September. If that went in, then um, after that, then we can define ourselves as being in a recession. How do we measure that? We measure it. One of the biggest things is definitely going to be what we consider GDP, which is gross domestic products. And so that is the finished product that every country puts out at a specific time. So I'll give you a prime example. Although we know Volkswagen is a German car, its GDP is is given to China. Why? Because China puts it together and is the one that actually puts it out. So it's that last place where a product or a service is actually um, finished and then given out. Right. And so when that declines consecutively, then we can that we use that information so that we can measure the economic growth of a country. So, no, we can't define that as of yet. Right. OK. okay. All right. Let's keep going. First what else thing we got? Yeah. Yeah. We're sure that we're not in a recession. We have not hit recession yet, so we would need for it to be consecutive. What that's going to look like, I mean, will we'll, um, labor and um, labor and unemployment still continuously be down? Will services and productivity still be down? You know, will uh, inflation uh, be, and we were deflating, and the, the power of the dollar? All of those things are going to add to us being in a recession. We haven't, we, we y'all only know this only been going on for 30 days. Right. <laughs> right. So, so we're talking about 30 days in comparison to what we're actually looking at to determine as a recession would have to be six months. Now, let me say this. That doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. We see a lot. Now, what Simone was saying was really interesting right there, talking about when do we use a benchmark? What is it going to be when a recession kicks in? You know what I'm saying? That. And for most of us, we're sitting here right now going, wondering what is going on? What is happening with this economy? Is there a point in time where our economy is going to be damaged to the point where we get to a point of no return? And, and we get an opportunity here. We could talk about that. It's what's going to happen when um, businesses who are cash driven, what are they going to do at some point in time? I think that's what we're really seeing right now is this soft opening that a lot of states are trying to put on right now is that we are in such a predicament that we're trying, we, we see the water coming up. You know what I'm saying? We see the water coming up, but we're getting up on top of the roof right now. And at some point in time, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we're looking at is, is all the water gone from the lake? Is all the water gone? Because we're looking at it from a standpoint that is that, is that tsunami going to come in an economic tsunami going to come in and really wipe out what we have. And I know I, I want to just get back to Simone and, and ask her, Simone, where is the, the watermark? Where's the level? that you're looking at right now you say okay hey this economy is really in trouble um if we hit it say, say we do go into a recession we're going to two of those quarters back to back is there a place in there where we really need to be worried about where we're, where we're seeing um the, the the country can't 
recover and and as we know as it is life as we know it is it going to still be the same or, or are we looking at a big change somewhere down the line well i would probably say no matter what um let's we, we can't be under the um illusion that somebody's going to push a button and we're going to go back to this this the same place where we were we're definitely going to be experiencing some new normals um and that's going to look like a, a host of different things not necessarily um and it may not even just be financially but we're going to be look we're looking at some new normals so let's look at some things things that um that we're definitely going to see um we definitely will see an influx of probably the the welcoming of cryptocurrency the mm. reason why mm-hmm. we're going to look at cryptocurrency is because it's safer so before you know if you go to a store right now you know you can't even uh do debit and, and get money back you can't get cash back Wanna know why? Because cash is the most filthiest thing in the world. I don't care what gas station you go to in a bathroom. It is going to be cleaner and have less uh, bacteria than money. So money is going to become actually, the dollar will actually become more obsolete. And we see that with Apple Pay and a host of other things. But as Mm -hmm. we start to globally shrink, having uh, forms of cryptocurrency are going to be very, very vital to us. One, because it's it's less contact. Um, It's going to be a uh, safer way for us to actually, you know, practice safe social distance, and it'll probably become a part of our new normal. A lot of other places have accepted it. Why haven't we accepted it so far? Is because the basis of money and currency as it is, is based on the fact that you accept it as a payment. And so we just have not come on board with that, but other countries have. So that will be part of our new normals. Another part of our new normals will also be a spending more time at home. Although you got to remember that behaviors change after 30 days. And so although we are having cabin fever and a bunch of other things, I would probably assure you that there will be more home theaters, right? Um, there will be more people doing things at home. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but we are watching the demise of Comcast right now. Hmm. Trust me, you got parents at home who have been looking at Comcast, and especially the ones that's got kids, and they looking at their refrigerator, they looking at their television saying, I'm cutting this stuff off, right? If we didn't have corona and people were not at home, they wouldn't have realized how useless it is with all of the live streaming outlets that we have. So we'll see new things with that. Um, What else will we see? We will continue to see more and more opportunities of people being able to work from home. Guess what? If more and more people are working from home, that means that's less electricity. That means that that's less uh, gas, water, and a host of other things that companies are spending. So spending will look a lot different. And then of course, our lives as a whole will be different. Um, And we see that. So um, what social connection will be, will be a lot different. And we'll talk about how those are going to be things that help you choose stocks in the future. Okay. So we have questions. We have people who asked questions from the last time you were on and they wanted, our listeners wanted to know one thing specific. What's that? How do I invest the money that I get from a stimulus check? What do I do with that money? Okay, cool. Well, that's a wonderful, wonderful question. So right now we have a unique opportunity. Um, Never historically have the powers that be, the government, ever come in and actually bailed out the citizens. The last time they made a promise like this, it was called 40 Acres and a Mule, and ain't none of us get it. Right? <laughs> they right. Not, they yeah, have yeah, never yeah. done this before. 
before. We've seen them actually bail out industries. We've seen them actually bail out markets, but they have never stimulated citizens except for when they lied to us. Right. And so with this opportunity, with states offering unemployment, um, with us being able to have this additional stimulus check, we have a very, very great opportunity. And although it's small, we do have an opportunity because we this is probably the first time that a lot of geniuses, I believe everybody has a purpose. And there's a lot of geniuses that have great ideas and they've been missing two things, time and money. Well, guess yeah. what? Y'all going it? You got both of them. You ain't got much, but you got both of them. You got time to be able to sit at home and and think things totally through. And then you also have God and Google, who is my favorite uh, two people in life, right? (laughs) So what does this mean? So what does this mean for us, right? What are are we doing with this? So $1,000 is not a whole, whole lot of money, but it is enough money for you to be able to plant a seed and watch it grow, all right? So let's talk about the first thing that you should do. First thing that you should do is if you have that thousand dollars, even though we have the CARE Act, y'all got to understand the CARE Act is the act that is delaying your bills or your payments, and it is over October 1. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you have debt, if your debt and your interest payment is higher than 8%, you need to pay that debt. And the reason being because there is no safe investment that's going to pay you more than 8%. So you would be better off knocking off the interest from the debt than being able to actually pay, put money someplace else. Does that make sense? So pay off any debt that you have. So right now you have your current bills that are delayed, but if, but your past bills, your past due bills are still going to be there. Those past due responsibilities. So if you can do that. And then also just understand that most of the companies are offering either 60 days, meaning two months since the day that you called and let them know that you're not going to be pay, being able to pay. And then everything is due plus interest on October 1st, and that's in the CARE Act. They ain't got to get after October 1st. Ain't no, I'm going to pay later, it's over. Cool? You know, Simone, what's really really interesting about that is a Mm -hmm. lot of people, our listeners, don't know that. They don't know that they're thinking right now they're going to get a free ride because I've heard of some people not paying their rent, not paying their rent, have the money to pay the rent and not paying it, think somehow the government's going to say, hey, that's okay, we're just going to hit the reset button. Don't worry about that lots of rent. It's on the government. Don't worry about it. A lot of people don't realize that these debts are going to uh, accrue over a period of time and they are going to come due. That was a great point you put out. Yeah, and so this is the this is the plan as it is right now. They are still rolling out new stuff, um, and you still have to. And I, I tell you guys all the time, there are two streets: is Main Street and Wall Street. They're the only two streets that matter. So make sure that you talk to your whether it's your aldermen, your state representatives, your city council, everybody. You want to make sure that your voice is getting heard and that the needs that you have are being met. Right. Wow, that you know that is so amazing. I tell people all the time where power, politics, and money mm-hmm. is meant, that's where deals are made. That's why I want to sit. Okay. Now that all right. that number two. Okay. Okay. Number two. All right. So number two. Number two is we have to understand that investing is a privilege. It is not a right. Okay. okay. So everybody cannot participate in investing. And the reason being is, is if you don't have enough of a savings account um, to be able to deal with emergencies, then you cannot invest. And investing is risky. The worst thing that you want to do is make an emotional decision because you can't afford to lose the money or because you need the money. 
at the wrong time. So if you have a thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all that you have, but your car breaks down and it's eight hundred dollars, guess where you're gonna have to go? You have to go to the most liquid place. Either your bank account, which we already said don't have no money in it, then that means that you're gonna have to go to your stocks. And in a lot of cases, especially in this market, those stock prices are going to go down even lower. So you probably would end up selling a thousand dollars worth of shares at eight hundred dollars just so that you can get your car fixed. Wow. So the first thing that you want to do is put the money in a savings account so, if you don't have a savings. So if you don't have a savings, you need a savings account immediately. That's what immediately. you got to do. And that should it consist of either six months of your expenses or six months of your income, whichever one is greater. Okay. So six months of expenses or six mm-hmm. months of whatever your, your income, income is. is. Okay. Okay. And okay. that's what should be sitting right. in your, so, your savings account. Yeah, that should be sitting there high now. Because just think about times like this. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are a lot of individuals, especially um, contractors, like gig contractors that are barbers, salons. You know, we saw in Georgia, you know, although we know that getting your hair cut and your hair done is the most intimate uh, relationship you're going to have outside of your partner, right? right? This is the right. worst well, place well, to be well, open. Well, speak speak, speak right. for yourself right. out here. These, I... these people actually need money. Yeah, okay, you can do right. that, but these people actually Look at this. So, so definitely having six months available is awesome. And then there are a lot of individuals who have families or who even have had um, illnesses, but they are deemed as essential workers. And so they can't get unemployment or whatever because these companies are still there um, in an inception. And then even going back, these states that are sitting, that are, that are opening back up, guess what that means? You know what that means? You can't stay at home. So if I have a major company in Georgia, you come back or you're done. That's it. There's no options. So having that money gives you options, right? It gives you options. You get a chance to say, hey, you know what? My family is more important. But the other option that you do have is making sure that you reach out to your state representative and um, make sure that unions talk and get together and say, hey, we're not going back and y'all need to figure something out. All right. So what's your next step? Because I know you were getting ready to go to your next step. What's the step after that? Yep. So this is step three. So the next. So this is step three. So if you have gotten all of your eggs in one in a basket and you're ready to actually participate and put your money where your mouth is, then you can definitely uh, be able to invest in a couple of different opportunities. The first one, of course, we're going to look at um, you can invest in stocks. Why do we say stocks? Because stocks have become very, very easily accessible to us. Um, those stocks, because they're becoming so easy, easily accessible to us. We can do it right on our phone. Um, The market is down, which means that things are on sale. Understand a hundred dollar stock, a hundred dollar company will still be a hundred dollar company after the smoke clears. This just is a, what we consider a market catalyst that is making um, the stock market go down. So if you have never invested before and you've never um, participated, there's a couple things that you got to do. First, you need to do your due diligence on a company, meaning that you need to research and understand what the company is and what they do and how their business model is. The other thing is that you also also want to manage your risk. You need to understand your risk appetite. How much are you willing, how much can you comfortably deal with the volatility and how much can you lose? 
this game is not all about winners. And then last but not least, making sure that you actually employ a strategy or a plan for you to be able to win. There is no money-making tool that does not require a strategy. So if you are looking to buy your first stock, which I hear this all the time, this is my most frequently asked question. Simone, what stock should I buy? I can't answer that for you. And nobody else can. But let me tell you what you should do. You should put your money where your mouth is, meaning that you should buy into companies that you are, invest in companies that you already buy. We got a new normal. So guess what? I can tell right now you handsome gentlemen, they probably, your wives probably got a bunch of honey-do lists that's going on. That you should have been fixing something, you should have been raking something or doing whatever. Well, you know what? If you've been going to Home Depot every day, that's a wonderful company for you to go into. And guess what? They offer dividends. If you have been buying up all of that toilet paper, Guess what? It is earning season and Cottonell is owned by Kimberly Clark. This is a wonderful time for you to look at. Kimberly Clark also owns Kleenex and a host of other things. So that's a great opportunity. If you have been Netflixing and chilling, then you need to keep on Netflixing and chilling. That's a great opportunity for you to be able to buy into those companies. If you have been live streaming, whether it's go to meeting, whether it's workplace or even Zoom, all All of those are publicly traded companies. What I'm trying to explain to you is that the first company that you purchase, you should always understand the business model, but also you should buy companies that you like, love, and trust. So when the market goes up and down and you lose a little bit of money, you're not so quick to sell because you have a relationship with this company. And then last but not least, every time you pay your bill, guess what? You pay yourself. Hmm. That's why why I like Simone, man. She makes... it makes it all make me feel much better about what's going on, what the situation is. Tell yeah. me what to do. Cause I, I, I had that, I had that I had that 65 inch TV all lined up and I said, well now nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to take Simone's advice and I'm going to go figure out and go do some research and you know what? I'm going to go buy me some stock because that's the thing to do. Yeah, and make sure you do you you do your research. So when if, if Walmart is your thing, that's great, but then, you know, definitely go in and do your research. Right now, this is a cool time because we are in earnings season and if you don't know what earnings season, this is when companies report what their earnings were from the first quarter. So with what they made, the revenue that they made from uh, January, February, and March. So even though a company may be down on the market, their earnings report is going to let you know if they're if they're doing well. So pretty much you can say, okay, I bought these on sale. They're, you know, the market is down, meaning that the market as a whole is down, but the company, again, a $100 company, will still be a $100 company after all the smoke clears. Simone, you're talking about doing some uh, research. How yeah. is a person who, who who's never really researched a stock before, how do they do Do they go to Google Finance, Yahoo? How, how do they find out some information? How do they do that? Well, like I said, y'all know my two favorite people in the world are God and Google, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so God and Google makes everything accessible to us. So mm-hmm. first thing, after you determine what company that you want and understand there are riches in niches. If you are a beginner or if you're adding mm-hmm. to your um, portfolio, don't, I had somebody on one of my lives tell me about, 
some company who makes guns in Iran. I'm not buying that. It's 630,000 companies globally traded, right? So I'm not buying that because I don't know what that is. And for me to actually research that would be mind-numbing. But you can go in and you can find companies that you like, love, and trust. And once you Google them and you put in their stock, there's a little icon on the top that says follow them. And they will give you information about this company every time there's something written about them. In addition to that, you can also go to Yahoo Finance. Um, There are tons and tons of different sites that you can go on. And you can take my courses so I can show you and give you a whole bunch of information and collateral on where you can find them. But it is totally accessible to you um, definitely with um, with Google and then in addition to that most of your trading platforms especially Robinhood which is one that um, I do like they will give you information about um, the market and information about your particular stocks that are on your watch list or that you're holding hmm. okay so it's funny because we're we jumped into it and we mm-hmm. were talking about what you buy is where you should invest So if Mm -hmm. there's a company that you consistently use and you're using them and you're going to them making purchases, this is a company Mm -hmm. that you should be setting your Google searches to. And this is a company that you should be buying. So how much stock do you start buying? How do you get into buying stock from a large company? Let's say like Kimberly Clark, how do you start investing your Mm -hmm. money into buying stock from that company. So first thing is how I think you said how much mm-hmm. that has to be determined by you. As I said before, you have to create your um, determine your own risk appetite. What is that going to mean? One, how mm-hmm. much volatility can you your risk tolerance? How much volatility can you deal with? If a company is very very volatile and and volatility usually goes in clusters. So if a company stock is going up and down up and down and you don't like that, mm-hmm. that ain't the company that you mm-hmm. want to be in. You want to look at and it's a newer company or a smaller company. You probably want to look at more stronger companies that possibly may offer a dividend, right? So we call those blue stock, blue chips or whatever. Those are going to be really, really strong companies. They're not going to give you a whole lot of volatility, but they're, and they probably won't give you as much appreciation. Simone, but Simone, Simone you want. Mm-hmm. when you're, when you're saying volatility, is, is that, is, is that a, is that something to do with the fear index? Is that something it just shows if the market, if the volatility is high, does that mean that the market? Oh, volatility, means, yeah. sure. volatility means volatile up and down. Yeah. So if a stock, so if you buy a stock at ten dollars, okay. Now you might say, okay, so listen, check this out. So I buy a stock at ten dollars. Now I look at that stock and I say, you know what? I'm hoping that it goes to fifteen. But if this stock goes to nine dollars and fifty cent, I'm gonna be pissed. If it goes to nine dollars, I'm gonna be real angry. And if it gets to eight dollars, I'm gonna lose my mind. You have to put in a stop at that point because that no longer meets your risk tolerance, right? Okay. You can't tolerate that. Money should not make you throw up. It should make you feel good, right? So if you're in a situation where you're seeing a company that constantly moves up and down and up and down and up and down, then that company may not meet your risk tolerance. If it's a smaller company that is trading at a very, very low, 
that might not meet your risk tolerance. Because understand this, a $50 company mm-hmm. and a $5 company, when both of them hit zero, you done lost all your money. Yeah. But it takes yeah. the $50 company a whole lot longer to hit zero than the $5 one does. Okay. So yeah. that's how you have to be able to determine what your risk tolerance is. In addition to that, what else are we looking at? We're looking at how much can you invest? How much can you invest? You know what that means? How much can you lose? Because right. see, this whole thing can all go to hell in a high basket for us, and you have to understand your risk. So risk management is all about understanding how much volatility you can use up and down and how much that you can actually lose. And you gotta have you gotta understand there is a risk and reward ratio. The more you risk, the higher the possibility for the reward, and vice versa. I, I, I like I like how you smile when you talk about the reward side. Makes you feel all warm inside. I understand. I think I'm probably one of the few black women that'll get up at four o'clock in the morning and watch the Chinese market and, and I get goosebumps. <laughs> you're up early. You're early riser. But you know, we're getting ready to get out of here and close this sec. But before okay. we go, we've got to mm-hmm. ask you, what are your tips, your hot money tips to leave with the listeners from what we've heard today? Okay, cool. Well, of course, like I said, I probably the number one uh, tip that I, there's two things that I would probably want to tell everybody. First thing is buy what you know. That's the first thing. That's the biggest, biggest thing. And the reason why is um, even more so as we approach this new normal, the things that you are utilizing every day will be the things that will be a part of your future. The things that you weren't utilizing every day, you know, I tell everybody, my grandmother used to um, have Mr. Quick uh, 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 putting your milk when I was a kid. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought I couldn't live without it as a kid. I ain't seen Mr. Quick in a powder form and God knows how long. So you have to adapt to things that are your new normal. What are going to be your new number? That's what you're going to purchase. And then last but not least, one of the things that I think people have to really, really understand is you do not have to invest all of your money at one time. So if you have a thousand dollars, you want to take a thousand dollars of your stimulus check, you can actually dip your toe in and start off with a third, right? Mm -hmm. Start off with a third in a company that allows you to see if this company, you know, it's probably going to dip down a little bit more, but you're not totally invested at, at, at a very, very low price and you're not losing so much money, you can be able to wait a few months or whatever, see how the economy is doing, and then then invest another third, and then, of course, so on and so on. You can utilize this strategy whether or not you are trading for income, meaning that you're actively trading, or if you're investing for the long term. Mm, I like that. You know what? Next time, we've really got to talk about trading for income and trading for the long term. What's the okay. long play on the money? Because that's so the I like long the long play. play. Is, right. And so that's the long term investment. So we can talk about that. Ooh, we'll talk about it next time. This is good. Ooh. This is amazing. You know, I, I, y'all are terrible. Oh, what am I going to do with y'all? Girl, we're going to help us make some money. <laughs> right? You gonna get some money. We gonna get some money. They gonna get some money. Everybody, it's like Oprah now. You get some money. You get some money. Y'all get some money. We're all getting money here. I mean, this is amazing. And I think I I hope the listeners really can appreciate the time you've invested to do the research and to share your time with us to give people some direction and guidance on which way they should be going and especially Mm -hmm. what they should be doing with this money. So before we get out of here, we've got to 
find out what your info is so people can reach you and in, and get information on your courses and classes. Exactly. So, of course, my um, website is www.csimonecason.com um, and you can go to our library. You can hit subscribe and we have exclusive videos that are there that you subscribe and rent. And then, of course, we have a six session um, course that will teach you how to trade and invest that you can get off on, um, that you can get on the website. And then of course you can follow me everywhere, whether it's YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Christian Mingle, Tinder, wherever you want to find me, it is C Simone They can find me anywhere, right? I ain't hot. I ain't hot. You know, you know, Simone, Simone, we're gonna have to get you your own TV show. <laughs> yes. Yes. We- <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to promote it. We're gonna put it on uh Iron Skillet TV. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna produce your show because this is gold. Threaten me with a problem. Don't threaten me with no good time. Oh, I keep telling you, you'll get one fooling around with the Sizzle Brothers. You will have oh, a good time ever. Ever. <laughs> keeps saying that I need one. I have a podcast, but I don't do it enough. But I'm telling y'all, if I had some good producers, ain't nothing y'all could do with me. You know what? You you got you, and I know we're about to wrap this segment up though. But you have personality. You have an expert in what you're talking about, and you make it palatable for people who don't, who are not really financially literate. And that's the most important thing. So you got you got all you checking all the boxes, and look, I can just see, all of the boxes, all right. of the boxes. And, and to tell you the truth, I can just sit here and look at you talk all day long. So you know what? I feel the same about you too. <laughs> Girl, I told you your lies will get you everywhere here. It will happen here. It will happen. So listen, you know it's time. We got to get ready to get out of here soon. But we've had so much fun. This is so yeah. we now know what to do with our stimulus. Now, number one, yeah. we know we're not in a recession. Not yet. We not don't yet. know yet. We still, the, the jury is still out. This okay. could go either way. Either way. Yeah. And we now know what to do with our stimulus money. And one of the mm-hmm. things is we get a chance to invest where we spend. We get to yeah. really go in, do the research, and find out where we spend, and then invest into what it is that we're looking to make money from, either for the short term or the long term. Yeah. This is this is amazing information. I I am I am as the the great professor said. I am so much fatter now, Miss Purdy, for knowing. (laughs) I am so much better for knowing this information. Yeah. So you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Look, we'll be back right after this commercial break. And thank you so much again to Simone Kazan and all of her money tips. This is Hot Money with The Sizzle. Hey man, your hair's a mess. You better call somebody to get the best haircut you can find, and that's Brandon Washington at Cold Cuts Barbershop. Yeah, I know, I know. You don't know what it's about. But let me tell you about Brandon Washington. He's a master barber with over 20 years of barbering experience. Brandon Washington and Cold Cuts Barbershop, 1223 Broadway, Gary, Indiana, 46407. And you can give him a call from an appointment at area code 219-793-2822. 219-793-2822. 
Co-Cuts Barbershop. The Scent For You. Experience the region's best place for fragrances, body oils, shea butter, and African black soap. Visit them at either of their two locations, at the Savemore Plaza, 921 Broadway, or Fresh County Market, 2550 Arthur Street, both in Gary, Indiana. Give them a call at area code 219-512-4753. The Scent For You, the number one source for premium grade fragrances. Also look for them at thescentforyou.com. The best tips, links, wings, and burgers in Gary? You gotta go to Phenomenal Ribs, located at 1101 Broadway in your Gary, Indiana. You can call, they'll get your stuff together right away. 219-702-4414. That's 219-702-4414. Monday through Thursday, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to midnight. And Sundays, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. right after church, baby. You can go up there and get your you tried the rest so now try the best phenomenal ribs the most phenomenal ribs in the region iron skillet sports would like to thank you for listening to another edition of the sizzle